everyone, and welcome to the inaugural outing of Even Footing Games. What's Even Footing Games, you might ask? I know I would be. Even Footing Games is a collection and conglomeration of creatives who are all fans of the gaming industry. We are all game players, we are artists, we are writers, we are business people. We all are friends. And we came together uh, with a desire to make the kind of games that we want to play and that we hope other people will want to play. And so what our podcast is going to do, it's kind of a cool idea. We're going to be both a campaign and sort of a behind the scenes play testing. The games that we are playing are games that our team has created. So these are all games that we are writing, that we are doing the artwork for, that we are hoping to put out to, to the public. Uh, And so a lot of the times what you'll be listening to is not just us playing the games, but maybe sometimes us discussing how a certain mechanic works or doesn't work. And we'll fix things on the fly when necessary. And it's also an opportunity for you folks at home, if you're interested in our games, to kind of see how they're created and to throw in your own two cents. Uh, Once we get started, we'll have an email and we'll have all our social medias and you'll be able to give us uh, your own thoughts and suggestions on what you think works and what you think doesn't work. So the first game that we're going to be playing is Babies and Broadswords. And this is a game that I created with the help of some of my friends. It's a very simple D6 system. I have never designed an actual game of my own before. So there are some some rusty spots that everyone on the team has been helping me work out. And so what you're going to be hearing is is a playthrough of the game as well as a play test. Today, we're going to be doing our episode zero character creation. So you'll get to hear how the characters are set up. We'll be doing a few of the characters that are found in the book, just so you get a taste of the type of characters. And all of this stuff will be available, the core book will be available to you very soon. Okay, mm-hmm. great. So I'm gonna, we're going to be running through the process pretty much as it happens. And like I said, this is at its heart a design studio. We are creating this game to be marketed. So there are things that we might do rule-wise now that don't make it to the end product and vice versa. As you're listening to this and you have thoughts about how the process works, please uh, send us an email, drop us a note on our social media, let us know, hey, that was a good idea, you should have kept that, or that's a terrible idea, what were you thinking, you guys are morons. You're all stupid. I mean, maybe don't go that harsh on it, but... Fair. <laughs> it's the internet, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to stay off of Reddit as far as the, the common thing goes. Babies and Broadswords is a very simple D6 system based around three base stats, your adventurousness, your cuteness, and your precociousness. To give you an idea of what those mean, if we were going to compare them to, to say, D&D, the basic stats, adventurousness is kind of an amalgamation of your strength, your dexterity, and your constitution. Cuteness is an amalgamation of your charisma. And precociousness is your wisdom and your intelligence. (laughs) So we boiled down the, the... the base stats even smaller into three. Originally, we had talked about, I had planned that these were going to be D6 rolls, but we actually talked yesterday about trying a point by system for these three main stats. And I think that makes a lot of sense, actually. More experienced players may like the challenge of having low stat characters. I know I always think it's fun to, to see what you can do with a character who has low base stats. But if you're playing with your kids and your family, uh, it might be more fun to kind of give everybody an even keel just so nobody feels... You know, if you've got a, an eight-year-old who rolled a bunch of ones and the 10-year-old who rolled a bunch of sixes, that 10-year-old's going to lord it over over the eight-year-old. I know they would in my house anyway. Mm-hmm. And we want people to keep playing. Yeah, we don't want anybody to get upset before they even start. 
So I think the point by system we're going to go is on a 632 buy. We're going to try that. So you're, you can put your points wherever you'd like in adventurous, cuteness, or precociousness. You've got six points, three points, or two points to start. And if, if I need to go into anything more. So it's not a point by, it's just like an assignment. Yeah, yeah. You're, like you're just, you you're just, yeah. Six adventurousness. Okay. Right, right. You're assigning one of those values to years. one of those three base stats, I should say. I'm sorry. So it's not really point by. It's standard a, array. It's an array. <laughs> Thank you. It's a standard array. That was the, the phrase I was looking Thank for. You. I couldn't get to it. All right. And this is not a totals, too. So you have six total adventurousness, let's say, or six total cuteness. Right, right. Okay. So one of your stats will have six, so six. one will have three, one will have two. Yeah. So you'll be real good at something, you'll be real average at something, and you'll be not so good at something. So when everyone's got their their standard arrays, we can move on to the next thing. Does that make sense for everyone, though? That Does that, uh-huh. does that seem like an equitable system? Yeah. 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 Okay. So based on those, the way the game works, based on those three main stats, those are going to be our, our setup for pretty much everything. They're going to be the basis for our skills. They're going to be the basis for how effective we are in combat, yada, yada, yada. Again, it's, it's, it's the less numbers that, that we kind of have to play around with, I think the better it's going to be for both younger players and for folks who are just picking up the system for, to try it for a night or two. Those three stats, your adventurousness, your precociousness, and your cuteness all build into three other substats. Ouchies, grumps, and tummy aches. And these are, in a sense, your hit points and your spell points and your sanity is a good way to think of them. Each of these is going to have a max limit and you're going to start at zero. And the more of these ouchies, grumps, or uh, tummy aches that you accrue, the closer your character gets to having to go on a timeout. If you max out your level, your character and you, the player, go on a timeout for a few minutes. That, that's kind of our, our you, nobody dies. I'm not going to kill a bunch of toddlers in the game, but you do have to sit out for a few minutes. <laughs> you have to, yeah, actually sit yeah, out. Yeah, you have I've to actually sit it. out. There's a, it's a sliding scale for, uh, again, this is going to be up to the sitter. The, the sitter is what we, we call the DM in the game. This is going to be up to the mm-hmm. sitter. This is going to be up to, to mom and dad who are, or, or whomever is leading the game. For most grownups, I find that five minutes is a good time to kick you off the table because that's time to go to the bathroom and that's time to, you know, just give yourself five minutes away from the table. I don't want to play anyway. <laughs> yeah. And to go and pout in the corner because. And then go get a beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's also, it gives me time to give everybody else cool stuff that you're going to miss out on because you let your, your limits get maxed out. Mm-hmm. For younger kids, go a minute, go two minutes. You know, no, nobody wants, yeah. Just keep, keep in mind the, uh, the patience of your, of your uh, youngsters. And again, if you if you homebrew out the, the timeout, that's up to you as well. But so for your ouchies, your ouchies is tied to your adventurousness. So determine your ouchies. You're going to roll a D6 and then add that to your adventurousness stat. And that becomes your ouchies level. That is how many ouchies you can accrue before you have to Ooh. before you have to go on a timeout. Yeah. Are these rolled once or are they rolled per session? These are that's a mechanic we're working on for now. I think what okay. we're going to initially, I, they were going to be rerolled every time you went on a timeout. And I okay. think that's what we're going to keep, but the way, but I'm, I'm probably going to try both ways just to see how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know that was something we were still working on because we didn't feel like we're hitting timeouts right, quick right. enough. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a kink that we're still trying to work out. But so 
you listen. Maybe we're just boring. Yeah, you listening at home. We need to do more fun. Yeah, stuff. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you listening at home. This might change again. All these rules might change from from minute to minute. So, so keep in mind that we are working out the kinks so that when the product comes out, we know it's in a good spot for for you at home if you want to play at home. Grumps is tied to your cuteness. So it's again, it's your cuteness plus a D6 roll will give you your grumps max. You know, even even the cutest of tykes will get on somebody's nerves when they get a case of the grumps. Four. So when everyone's got their grumps. And then finally, tummy aches is tied to your precociousness. I got two ones and a two, so I'm doing great. If you would like to roll <laughs> yeah, those. I got a five, a one. It's okay. You would like and to, another one. If you would like to re-roll those <laughs> oh, ones, wow. go right ahead. I'm, nah. I'm, no, I'm fine with okay. it. This is more fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a challenging yes. child. Yes. Most children are in one way or another. I'm just going to get grumpy really quick. <laughs> All right. So every baby gets to choose one perk. And one perk is an extra 1D4 roll that they can use for certain situations once per rest, per timeout. So these, each of these perks will pertain to one of the basic stats. They'll give you a bump up on your stats. And some of these are, for example, forward roll, which is truly the most impressive feat of athleticism that any child can manage. This will give you a bump of a 1d4 bonus on any of your dexterity, or as we call them, nimble challenges. It's based on your adventurous stat. Adorable lisp. For example, it'll probably affect their ability to socialize as adults, but for now, the speech impediment is just the cutest thing. Babies with this perk get a roll of an extra 1d4 on any of your cuteness or kawaii skill challenges. So as you look at the perk list, think about, do you want to be, does your baby want to be real good at one thing, or do you want to use this perk to kind of maybe balance out something that is a deficit on your main skills? If you're low on precociousness, do you pick up a precocious perk that'll help you balance out those numbers or do you just go full force i am the bruiserist baby who ever lived and and maybe put that perk into into one of your adventurousness skills i'm thinking i have high precociousness Mm -hmm. i think i kind of want to weigh it out and get the lisp and go adorable lisp yeah 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 i'm thinking of bouncy babies because my my ouchies is pretty low. <laughs> so, is that a feat? That's, That's a feat. A yeah. Did you? Did... Oh, yeah. I was gonna say. I'm gonna see that. Wrong. Yeah. Perk, perks are right above the feats. Yep. It's okay. Okay. Sorry. That's my bad. You're jumping ahead, man. Sorry. <laughs> Just sorry. too excited. I know. Aren't we all? <laughs> and I want to just go all in on the cuteness and be the quiet kid. <laughs> I th- well, I think I'm going to go push pull then. Okay, yeah, push pull would bump so up have... your 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 muscle, your adventurousness. Yeah, yeah, that's your your strength and your constitution, basically skills. Yeah, yeah, our character sheets, which we will again also make available, which I'm assuming we're going to have because I just spoke them into being. So footnotes, <laughs> you have to have footnotes. Got to have footnotes. Yeah. All the professional DMs have, or podcasters. And all the professional DM podcasters. Matt Mercer's got like a crap ton of footnotes. It's just. It's true. It's his secret to what he does. (laughs) Matt Footnotes Mercer. That's what they call him in the biz. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. The next thing you so every baby will have one perk. There, there may be opportunities to change the perk, your perk as we go along, but I'm pretty sure we're going to keep just one perk because where the majority of stuff will come is actually the feats. And we have a, a feats list that is ever growing, but for now, I think there's about 10 or so that, that, that will be in the, the initial book package. But each baby can start with feats and feats affect everything from, and they're just like, they're just like D&D feats. It's the same idea. Everything from your base stats to your, your armor, to your ability to accomplish A, B, and C. Some feats, for example, are Tasha's diaper full of everything, which adds <laughs> yeah. two points of damage to any attack, but you take one ouchies from diaper rash, so you can go back and forth on that. I'm not sleepy. When your grumps reach their max limit, you can eat a cookie to subtract two grumps. Another one might be dimples for days. Some babies belong on billboards, half naked on a beach, being harassed by puppies. Babies with this feet gain plus two on any quiet rolls. Feats can... That's... I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, is that as many times as you want? Feats can be you used... Just have a permanent plus two? Feats can be used once per rest as well. Okay. But you can have as many feats as you can collect. So every baby starts out with one, but as you find picture books or you learn from master babies, or I guess children... You can learn you can learn new feats. So feats can kind of be collected. So those superpowers can, can really add up after a while. But for now, you start with just one. We get one feat. You get one feat. Okay. So you have to help. Ooh, finders creepers. That's a bully baby. What's finders creepers, Lee? Eat two cookies to take loot from another baby, whether they want to or not. Yep. Now I just need two babies that have that. And they just keep stealing. Just keep from stealing from them. <laughs> That's the entire game now. They just keep eating cookies and stealing from each other. Yeah. I'm just going to put everything into cutest forever. Just <laughs> <laughs> to everything else. But I mean, really cute. Hey, uh, from what I've. Honestly, kids do I it. I was going to say, cute kids get away with a lot. It works. Yep. And then they grow mm-hmm. into attractive people who get away with a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Ali, I'm guessing you're thinking little little angel then. Yeah. Yes, I am. Cutest baby that ever was. Oh, and that'd be an Asmir. You could. Oh, actually, it works really well because I was going to go with yeah. Mom's little helper. Perfect. You are the. Angel. Yes, you're the perfect baby. Oh, but that gives me an excuse to do a baby version of my posh British accent. Because obviously angels will be posh British people. I don't know how this thought is working. Weren't you going to do that anyways? Oh, that's a very you-centric view. I'm sure it's fine. The problem is normally that's my Stroud voice. So there's a lot of duality to it, apparently. Does everyone pick their feet? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. No. no? There's too many. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll decide. No, you can keep you're talking. You're good. All right. We'll keep going. Now the big part. This is where the meat, I think, of the game is. Your character class. We're going to be starting with six possible character classes. I'm not sure what everyone's planning on picking, but that means a couple of them will probably be mystery classes that you, you'll have to... Ooh, you'll have to look into the book to see what they are. (laughs) But I'm just going to go, I'm going to give a kind of a brief overview of the character classes and then we'll figure out what you guys want to do. Okay, cool. Uh, First one is the Barbabian. Barbabian is the tiny terror of timeout with an unmatchable rage brought about by missing nap time and no num-nums. Or you could be a punchy kicker. Sometimes a kiddo has to take a breath, count to three, and then kick their little brother. 
punchy kickers and kicky punchers like to let their adorable little toesies do the talking. They tend to be calmer than most toddlers, but that's just because they're waiting for the best moment to kick someone in the shin. You could maybe be a war walk. Some babies are just plain spooky, talking to people who aren't there, never blinking, asking you if being dead hurts. You know, spooky. The war walk has tapped into something outside of their nursery, and it ain't cute and cuddly. Or maybe you want to be a thorthorer. Thorthorers have their cute little noses buried in a book, whether it's appropriate or not. They've definitely learned some things about everything and will gladly tell you all about it, whether you want them to or not. The power to bore an adult is downright magical. I might have a Thorthor living in my house right now. (laughs) You could be mommy's little helper. Mommy's little helper just wants to make everybody feel happy, like puppies and flowers and stuff. They're insufferably cheerful and sunny, and I could just eat them up. Mommy's little helpers get a cuteness bonus. Or maybe you want to try being a sneaky pants. Sneaky pants learn that the best way to get what they want is to take what they want. They use their dimples, their big blue eyes, and their weirdly nimble little monkey fingers to fill their greedy little pockets. So those are our six base character classes. There will be others down the road uh, as we work on more volumes, you know, maybe create supplemental materials. I've already got four or five more classes that I'm working on. So there will be more, but that's what we're starting with. Aaron, what are you thinking for your character? I am thinking about being a Thorthor. A Thorthor? <laughs> yes, a Thorthor. Yeah, no, my I've got my high precociousness and everything else is a dumpster, it looks like, for me. <laughs> so Thorthorers get a bonus of plus one permanently to their precociousness. So Thorthor starts the game with a heavy whacking book. So that's that's your one of your starting items. And that lets you add 1d4 to one precociousness attack once per day. And we'll talk about combat in a bit here. And you also have a jar of Vaseline for your perpetually chapped lips. What you, <laughs> what you choose to do with that jar of Vaseline is, is going to be up to your character. But I'm sure you'll find uses for it. The Thorthor's powers are mostly based on kind of uh, status affecting stuff for the enemies, putting them to sleep, confusing them, that sort of thing. Each Character class comes with three special abilities that they have. And these are sort of the equivalent of your spells and that sort of thing, your attacks. We'll probably, again, increase those as we go. But for now, three is what you start with. All right. Jimmy, what about you? What were you thinking? I am going to go with Sneaky Pants. Sneaky Pants. Sneaky Pants are our rogue uh, kind of bard equivalents. Sneaky Pants get a plus one to cuteness. You're going to start the game with a pokey fork which you can use how you want, and a pillowcase loot bag, which actually will increase your carrying capacity by plus one. And we'll go into carrying in a second. Sneaky Pants' skills, like you would imagine, involve a lot of getting out of danger, as well as stealing loot from other players. So Sneaky Pants are usually jerks. So it makes sense that that's where Jimmy went. <laughs> Jenna, what are you thinking, kid? Well... Dang it, Jimmy, what is your problem? You always pick the same class as me. (laughs) (laughs) I was also going to choose a sneaky pants. Always use two sneakies. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. We can just steal things from each other constantly. Just go back and forth. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. (laughs) I didn't do it. I didn't do it. (laughs) I didn't do it. I didn't do it. it. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I was going to play a sneaky pants and yeah. Okay. We'll do it. We'll do a sneaky party. That's cool. So we got two sneaky pants and I'm sure they're going to be each other's number one targets. So that'll be fun. Yeah. We'll either be besties or worst enemies. Exactly. All right. Lee, what are you thinking? Uh, well, I know that Allison's going to choose the mommy's little helper. So, man, I mean, we need a, we need a, someone to punch things, right? So I'm trying to decide. I don't have, I did not put my strength into strength, though. Uh, well, so. I mean, babies and, um, and broadswords, it's a big, it's, it's, there's a lot of puzzle solving and kind of, yeah. yeah, it's being creative with how you deal with situations because, you know, you're, you're toddlers. So you're going to have to use your wits probably more than your fists, but. So we got Warwick, Warwick, Sorcerer, our precociousness, or I could bring up my cuteness a little bit. We'll do, we'll go ahead and do Warwick. Okay. So Warwalks get a plus one to their precociousness. And you start the game with a, an old locket with pictures of two people who are not your parents. (laughs) And you can commune with the ghosts living in the locket once a day, asking them one question. Uh, And a single red balloon that never pops. So useful. Does it always float? It always floats. We all float down here. (laughs) It's certainly not a reference to any sort of popular culture of the of the past four no, years. I don't no, recognize no, it. no, no, no. <laughs> know what you're talking no, what? about? What balloon? No, it's clearly a reference to the song. Right, right, right. We just need ninety eight <laughs> yeah, more of them, and, and we'll be good to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the hidden okay. campaign class. Old again. <laughs> All right. She kids back in the eighties. There was this band called Nana, and I can do it. Okay, <laughs> then I have to explain what. The 80s were, and we'll get we'll be stuck on days. All right, that's where we old people. That's come where from. we old people come from. sometimes. <laughs> that's so sweet. I missed the 70s by about a week and a half, Jimmy. But otherwise, I would have been right there with you. <laughs> January baby, just just missed it by that much. Old guys, old guys, so old. That's all right. I got, I got the tip. I got the tail end of Gen X, so I can complain about you, millennials. <laughs> Not avocados. I just, I just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Darn everything. Your avocados and gig economy ru- ruined the storm that we're leaving you for the best four years. I was gonna say, yeah, we're, we did that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Self-inflicted. CDs. Who needs that? I got eight, eight tracks, tracks and albums. <laughs> I do. I do have a pretty extensive album collection because it just sounds better on vinyl, man. Sounds I better like on all vinyl. Those it sounds and better. All that. It sounds. It sounds more real, it's Literally man. just about nostalgia. It, it gets more. a little old, guys. Yeah. Sorry, you're you're stuck in the old white guy central here. Let's step out of the time machine, Jimmy, and come back to the present, shall we? But, but we can talk about which one was our was a kid. We can talk about which one was our favorite Corey later on. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's older than the internet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All 
that you threw rocks into? Like no, that kind no, of Corey, the Corey. Come on, Corey. Come on, Corey. Come on. Corey. Come on. Come on. What is wrong is with way you? Way too young. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, before a werewolf and I'm secretly vampire. actually right. a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just... But then I mean, it's uh, broad it. swords and blades. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Babely. I don't know. I don't know if you broke my heart or if I'm actually having a cardiac right now. <laughs> at my age, you could go either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you better get your life learned. I know. Right? <laughs> I fall. Right, get, your, get your cell phone yeah. with the big yeah. buttons. That's it. I can't wait to get a hover round if we're being real. Mm, yeah, for real. <laughs> Can I have one now? You're so mobile. Yeah, it's it's not the yeah. see the world. I can't yeah, I can't wait to just be mean to people in public for no reason. Oh man, it's gonna be great. <laughs> How is that different from how you are now, Jason? Yeah, he's pretty nice. I feel bad about it afterwards. Repercussions. I I still have shame about it afterwards when I'm mean to people in public. It's 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 when you get that age and you're just there's no guilt anymore. That's yeah. Gotcha. Because the advanced thing you even get. That's the advanced dementia. You forgot what I asked. Yeah. It's the early onset. Yeah, yeah. That's not funny. What were we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) No idea. All right. So the last thing that you got to do before our character classes is completed is you roll for your cookies. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, Allie, is that what you're going to say? Well, I was just going to confirm because we skipped me that I'm going to be a mummy's little helper. Oh, I'm sorry, Allie. I'm so sorry. I did did say it before we got to classes, but just to put it in the right section. Allie is going to be a mommy's little helper. Allie will be... There's a few more people on our team, on our on our creative team, Rocky and Garrett, who are going to be popping in now and then when they're available. It's just a scheduling issue. Allie's going to be in the same boat, kind of. But for the most part, Jenna, Jimmy, Lee, and Aaron are going to be our core players with the other three bouncing in when they can. But Mommy's Little Helper, who Allie's going to be playing when her character rolls around, is kind of the, our healer cleric class. You get a plus one of your cuteness bonus, so you really are... Maxing out the cuteness. And you get two band-aids, which each heal one ouchie. And one of those squeezy ball nose sucker thingies (laughs) that grants an extra use to any healing item. So if you get another healing item and you've got your little squeaky ball. Makes me hungry. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Oh, he's eating his boogers. All right. Ah! <laughs> There's going to be a lot of that. Oops. Okay. Hell, I might give you a bonus for that. We'll see. <laughs> so, thank yes. Thank you, Ali, for reminding me you are, you are a mommy's little helper. Uh, you were maxing out your cuteness. And I don't think you get any cuter without chemical compounds. But speaking performance enhancing performance cuteness. Enhancing cuteness. Speaking of performance enhancing cuteness, that brings up cookies. Cookies are, are kind of a multifaceted item in our game, they are both currency. And they are both things that you can use to enhance your abilities. If you eat a cookie, you you can add a plus one to any roll that you make. But cookies are directly tied to your tummy aches. Every time you eat a cookie, you gain a tummy ache. So it's sort of a, is it worth me taking this bonus by eating these cookies and knowing that I'm bumping up my tummy ache level? All of the skills, all of your special abilities, and a lot of the items and feats somehow 
have a negative and positive effect. So you might get a bonus to your ouchies, but you'll take a couple points on your grumps. You might get to remove one substat, but it adds to a sex substat. This kind of, for me, this was a way to build in sort of both item maintenance and a, and a kind of way to just a little bit of extra strategy. It's like you might be able to get a bonus to do one thing, but it's going to negatively affect something else. So then you're going to have to find out ways to lower this, which might raise this. So it, it, there's a balance that that'll need to happen. For our younger players, we might come up with a simplified way to do that, but I think it adds a, a little extra challenge for our for our more experienced players. So every baby starts with cookies. You're going to roll two D6, and that's how many cookies you start with. It's a veritable treasure trove. Guys, it all made up for it. I got two sixes. All right. Nice. I thought it was doing pretty good. I got eight. Rolling ones. Two D sixes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. can re- you can re-roll a one. Yeah, you can re-roll your one. <laughs> oh, and I got another one. So I just stick with it. <laughs> it is fate. That's what it is, <laughs> man. It sorry. <laughs> Four. Cookies. If there's one thing I want in babies and broadswords, it's for a well-defined class system. It's really at the end of the day. Oh, no. it, it's all it's all a metaphor for late stage capitalism. That's that's where we're going with this. Yeah. Isn't everything? Isn't everything? <laughs> I mean, it takes my soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 group therapy and late stage capitalism. That's that's where we are these days anymore. That's how dystopian nightmare ends. That's how we're gonna make our millions, kids. Yep. <laughs> this is just an episode of Black Mirror. Exactly. We're playing we're, babies and broadswords. Black <laughs> yep. Yep. So the title for fast campaign is Squid Game. <laughs> <laughs> except everyone's got rubber band guns. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Not yet. I haven't seen it yet. It's It's the best game of red light, green light I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really good. It's really entertaining. Okay. If you speak Korean, apparently it's even better because I guess the translation's not top notch, but still pretty good. There's a there's a lot of that in Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are also pre-recording, so our references might be a little different. I think Squid Game will still be popular in a couple weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Might as well be talking about Tiger King. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Erin, and I play Henry. We're really excited to start Even Footing Games and be producing Babies and Broadswords. And this endeavor is a baby in and of itself. So there are a couple things you can do to help us. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Even Footing Games. Give us a review on whatever podcast app you listen on and support us on our Patreon. The money will go toward podcast costs, game development, booths at conventions, and other behind-the-scenes costs. Also, we have a booth coming up at the Ice and Dice Gaming Convention in Cincinnati, Ohio, January 21st through the 23rd, 2022. Come on by and say hello. Music you've been hearing was provided by The Gentleman. Their song is called Rubber Ball. That's it. Thanks for listening. Race, just a note. You might have noticed, hey, nobody picked out a race. It's because it's not really a... Because you can be in my games any race, gender, or orientation that you want to be. 
the idea of a racial advantage and disadvantage uh, is starting to be phased out of games. And I think that's a good call. And so in that spirit, I've erased the idea completely from my games. Any race, gender, or orientation that the character, the player <laughs> wants to play, I have a cat on my, my shoulders, that the player wants to play is it's frankly welcomed <laughs> and encouraged. Your starting bonuses are determined in your selection of your class and your stats and your feats and your perks. And it's not based on the happenstance of your skin or, or your gender. So that's why we're all going to be, you know, dragons and satyrs and beholders and whatever you want to be. My games, I am big on on the player playing the way they want to play. No one's tied into any one thing. So that being said, Lee, you want to tell us about your character? I'm thinking that I want to have a Furbolg baby. Ooh, that, I thought about Furbolg. Yeah, they're pretty cute. You know, not the cutest baby you've ever seen. And very precociousness. This is a, a furbolg, you know, they used to live in a big group of furbolgs out in the mountains. And somehow they have ended up here. They've traveled a little ways. And along the way, they've learned a lot. So they're very precocious. They've run into a lot of other babies and, you know, going through the woods, that two acres, that's a lot. That's a big journey for babies. Mm-hmm. So. This very worldly baby and knows a lot. Okay, I like a, I like an, <laughs> I have a, an ugly, cute baby. Yeah, yeah. It's they, they got a big nose right. and the droopy yep. ears, covered in moss. I think mostly dark brown and green colors, kind of a red nose, almost like a like a you know a red mushroom. Mm-hmm. So it's like big and it's got little white freckles across their face. I am looking at a name right now. I don't know how to name Furbold, so let me go to good old fantasy name generator. <laughs> <laughs> you want to roll a die, and we'll uh, we'll pick one at random, or do you want to? I'll look at the okay. list and then um, pick one off that list. Yep. But yeah, I have a general idea of them. Cool. So your your Furbold is is very worldly and smart for a for a Furbold baby. Are they actually? Yeah, I think that they're. Are are they actually smart or do they just, are they a bit of a know-it-all? Precociousness is my highest stat. Yeah. So as much as that mm-hmm. means for <laughs> a baby. <laughs> cool. No, they, they're pretty smart and they're very kind and just like want to hear stories and learn more stuff about people. So let's see. Sounds like a sweet kid. Pop culture, right? Furbolg. Yeah, I've never played a Furbolg, so let's see. What kind of names? It's going to be crazy stuff, isn't it? Oh, no, it's not bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really uh, to give them, like, a plant name or something. Oh, yeah. Clover. Oh, that's adorable. Clover. Oh, oh Daybella. Done. Daybella. Daybella. Ooh, like that that's one. good. Yeah. Daybella the Furbolg. Daybella the Furbolg. Furbolg. You're a warwalk, right? Yes, we'll rock. It's a little unfitting. No, no, it's all good. Maybe they met a, a, another, you know, more darker person along the yeah, way. Yeah, you, you can figure out how that, how that worked out, yeah. Ordyceps. You know those, par- those um, parasite mushrooms? Ooh, yeah. Mm. Uh, that got... So picked up a little, little yeah. illness along the, the way. The little passenger telling you things. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, so good. That is good. See, you're so much better at making creepy characters than that I am. Good. I have a hard time. <laughs> I just want everyone to be nice. 
<laughs> and they're trying to make a sweet whimsical character this time. Why don't you be affected by a mushroom? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Perfect. What if your tiny little baby okay, brain yeah, is slowly being it. taken that's over it by its tendrils? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Love it. That's so good. Okay. Aaron, what are you thinking? Tell us about your character. So I think I'm going to be a dragon baby named Henry. And I think Henry stole some of the orphanage ladies' books and was trying to read them and decided that he was going to speak his truth into existence because I think that one of them was reading a self-actualization, (laughs) self-help book. (laughs) Yeah, so Henry is... Henry is going to have very bad allergies. And so he's going to be Henry the hypoallergenic because <laughs> he would really like that is what he wants for himself. <laughs> so he's a uh, he's a dragon who's gonna be basically quoting new age platitudes throughout. Sure. I love it. Dragon or dragonborn? <laughs> I think dragon. Just oh, straight, straight dragon. dragon. Straight dragon tiny, tiny little dragon. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Why not? When else do you get to be a dragon? Yeah, that's great. I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Jimmy! I will be playing Ignatius Summer, the tabaxi sneaky pants. Ooh. He is very adventurous. Um, not so precocious, but he is a know-it-all. And he hates his name because his parents left him here and gave it to him when he, when he asked about his name, when he had some wherewithal. He just decided he hates his name. So you guys will know his name is Ignatius, but he may not tell anyone ever Ignatius? that that's his name. Does he answer to anything else then? Like what, what, what is, does he have a nickname that he prefers to be called? I think that he will be changing that on the regular. Okay, cool, cool. That might be something that you hear I like all it. the yeah. time, something different. <laughs> well, I'm going to try him out for size. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Call, call me Jerry. Yeah. No. You're a tabaxi? Yes. We have a we have a tabaxi character in our other game of Babies and Broadswords who we don't know if it's a tabaxi yet. Cause still a kitten. So named Tinkles. So oh. she's a, she's an NPC, she's a side character, but the, yeah, the joke is that nobody knows if she's just a cat yeah. or if she's just a baby tabaxi. <laughs> yeah. All right. And Jenna. All right. Well, I was also going to do a tabaxi. So, uh, so. Uh, great minds. <laughs> Want to be twins? <laughs> Why not? Uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to name mine Isabeau. I like that. And that is also kind of a I name. So maybe, yeah, she, she might also have a bunch of different names. And if we're twins, we could just switch places. Oh my gosh. You know? Oh my gosh. Oh, no. Baby antics. <laughs> Perfect. I feel like this is a fill in the world where you just switch. Yeah, just like, which yeah. one? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you tell when they're that age? Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm in. We switch collars, like the collar, you get the pink one, the blue one all of a sudden. <laughs> Ignatius and Isabeau, the sneaky tabaxi twins. That's that's good. That's merch. Right. That that's good. merch right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who can't say Isabel? Cookies. 
It's Isabel. Isabel, right? Uh, Isabel. And okay. Allie, when you're able to play, what's your mommy's little helper going to be? I'm sort of torn between two names because they're both references. And one is a personal one and one is to have a game. It's an Asuma. Okay. And... Yeah, I think she's going to be called Paragon. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Nice. Okay. I want to be a Paragon. I'm a Paragon. <laughs> Paragon. I'm going to achieve my goals in this game. <laughs> okay. So part of the reason that I asked Allie here uh, before we wrap up is that she's going to be doing all of the illustrations for us. She's going to be doing all of our artwork for Babies and Broadswords. So Allie, I wanted to give you a chance to ask the players anything about their character's physical appearance so that you can start kind of working on what the artwork's going to look like. We're, we're keeping everything in-house as much as we can. So our plan is for, for us, for each book, to have a dedicated artist. Allie's, Allie's been doing, she's been playing Babies and Broadswords as long as anybody, and she's been doing artwork for her characters and other characters that I have stolen multiple times. So now this time we <laughs> thought we might actually, you know, maybe reimburse her for her work but yes if you have any questions uh, i think this is a good a good time to, this is a good time to ask him yeah i mean i'm just interested in more general descriptions i think so we got quite a bit out of lee about like the kind of color scheme and stuff that she's thinking of for Daybella. i really like this sort of image of the little furball baby with the big old round nose and the little furball gears a little bit of moss <laughs> growing everywhere maybe mix some mushrooms in now yeah what about henry what's distinctive about him I think Henry is a green dragon, but his nose is going to be kind of red because he's bloated a lot. So, but otherwise, I think maybe like a little bit like under underpowered wings, like tiny, tiny wings that because he's still a baby. Like a bumblebee. Yeah. <laughs> like he's... I mean, also, he's going to be low adventurousness, kind of low cuteness. So <laughs> he's going to be awkward. Yeah. I'm stereotyping here, but does he have like big old glasses, like the big, thick bottle lenses? I definitely think glasses would be excellent. <laughs> awesome. Oh, you're, I, I'm, I'm getting childhood flashbacks myself here. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to draw Jason with scales my wings were so underdeveloped <laughs> yes. as a kid yeah it was <laughs> not enough Red Bull not enough. I mean speaking metaphorically now <laughs> right yes 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 metaphors <laughs> you humans like your metaphors mm-hmm. <laughs> okay Jimmy um, what about Ignatius what kind of Cat to me, or tabaxi, not cat. That's probably well, offensive. Kitty cat. <laughs> oh no, I I like being called kitten. <laughs> I Are think we talking about you were the character. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'll default to my other to my tabaxi sister here. If we're going to be twins, then we should agree. And you're going to be changing. I was originally. Yeah. 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 I I was originally thinking when actually when Jason's cat hopped up on his shoulder, I was like, there I am. Oh, we actually That's have me. another cat that looks just like I that. I do. They're twins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking kind of that kind of orange creamsicle color, kind of stripy cat with like white chest. But you know, what do you think, sister? I was actually thinking black cat, but that's okay. I'm totally fine to work with whatever type of cat. Do you want to be floofy or not floofy? <laughs> floofy. Okay. Well, then we're going to be, we can look just like my cat Fat Fuzz, which I will post for 
for Allie. <laughs> yeah. Only for that. You wouldn't post cat pictures just willy-nilly. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bunch of unsolicited kitty pics. Oh, boy. <laughs> you didn't ask for it. Don't, don't uh, he, it. Yeah, he's like a he's like a creamy he I He's like halfway between like I don't I don't know like a sandy color and like a like an orange so he's like almost like a peach color with yeah. like white he's got white on his chest and white paws and he's just the floofiest cat ever. That sounds um, that sounds yeah, great. He's very cute. And um, Ignatius will be wearing all sorts of like glasses that he doesn't need or a monocle <laughs> or a, a necklace. He'll ha- and those are going to be his disguises, any kind of thing <laughs> that he can get his hands on, maybe a cane or something. You know, I'll find those things throughout the game. Uh, that's just my concept. So He's a fancy cat. Perfect. <laughs> a fancy cat. Oh, he's going to have a little hat. Mm-hmm. He could have, he could have mm-hmm. maybe several little hats. Yeah. <laughs> Each one stacked on top of another. Uh, like the cat in the hat what (laughs) you don't want to get sued (laughs) (laughs) he hasn't made any references to anything (laughs) you got an idea what paragon's Uh, gonna look like i'm sure i haven't yeah i'm gonna i think i'm gonna have to figure this out as i'm drawing (laughs) (laughs) as in glowing skin Yeah, it's golden very hair. golden, yeah. very yeah. golden, golden hair, glowing skin. <laughs> and you were, Paragon is the mommy's little helper? Yes. And Lee, what was your character's name? Daybella. D-A-E, Bella. Oh, D-A-E. Mm-hmm. And Daybella is the Thorthorer. No. no, she's a wawa. A wawa. I'm sorry. Wawa. Yeah, that's right. I have Even special mushroom friends in my head that tell me what to do. <laughs> so, so the picture on your locket is just a picture of a mushroom. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Why it's not? like yeah, a, it like, a, like a dark, dark like forest scene yeah, yeah. that has like rotted mm-hmm. logs, yeah, sure. mushrooms Absolutely. on them. I was going to say toad and toadette, but mm-hmm. that's maybe more appropriate. <laughs> toad and toadette's also good. Oh. Brock. Uh, is there, what is it called? Mycelians? Yeah, mycelium. Like yeah. In- yeah. Yeah. They could be mycelians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little mushroom people. What are they called? Oh, yeah. Yeah. From oh, out, out of the abyss. Either? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The myconids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The myconids. Myconids. That's yeah, it. Myconids. Yeah. Mm. I couldn't remember the actual name of them. Yeah, so I have a little Mike and Ed couple in my locket. That's cute. (laughs) I met them along the way, and they'll never leave. Because they live in your head. (laughs) Because I killed them and put their souls in this this locket. (laughs) Well, that got dark. (laughs) Welcome, kid. (laughs) Now that I realize I spelled Daybella wrong, how is Isabeau spelled? It's S. Okay. No, S. I S E O U. Isabel. Yeah. B O U. B O U. I'm just going to spell them. I S A or just I S? Oh, yeah. I S A. I don't know. ISA. It's really early for me. Okay. It is. It's fine. <laughs> it is. Fair enough. I've spelled all your names I, phonetically yeah. because otherwise I won't be able to remember. That's how I write yeah, most of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a baby. I can't write them right anyway. So. <laughs> I got my big old horse leg pencil. Just a scribble in your saying right. letters. 
That's what my notes are going to look like. Yeah, you're just going to do them all uh, in, in character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to get my crayons. <laughs> the notes, it's just like pictures of houses and, and, and flowers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, guys, I don't, I don't remember what house plus cow means. It's called means. method acting, yeah, okay. <laughs> I once sent a DM an entire character pitch um, in the form of like stick figure crayon drawings. And yeah, he wasn't my DM for very long. Yeah, yeah. Really good character. He pitch. wasn't chill. Didn't work out. Yeah. He was not. Did not work out. No, probably for the best if that's, if, yeah. 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 If, if they can't appreciate the appreciate genius my, of that, yeah. Right? <laughs> Couldn't appreciate my divine soul, source of a goblin. <laughs> oh my gosh of course you should do a whole character pitch in stick figures got my powers by eating a unicorn apparently you can't eat a unicorn at level one that's how you got your powers though yeah right? kill it. i just found it you can't kill the unicorn but you could eat it sure no. yeah no you're goblin you eat everything it's just lying there <laughs> who's to stop you yeah you can do whatever you want in your backstory. That just doesn't mean you can do it at level one. <laughs> right. Now, now that you're in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> now you're outside of your fantasy land. Right? Yeah. You can you're do whatever you want in your backstory. Land. I don't care. I always love the level characters who come in and they're like, okay, I was like a, uh, an assassin for 30 years and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, you just got killed by a rat. So welcome to the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was only assassinated beating people, okay? (laughs) All right. So, everyone, that's character creation in a nutshell for babies and broadswords. It's a very simple, streamlined process. Again, this is a a game meant to be picked up on the fly. You know, when when you and your friends aren't goofing around, you can get through a character in, in, you know, 10 minutes, no problem. On our next episode, we're going to talk a little bit about just the core rules, and then we're going to go ahead and start our campaign. And again... We are a playtesting podcast, so we may stop and, and, and discuss kind of how the mechanics work from time to time, just so that we're all on board. We're very big on a group consensus and even footing. We want to make sure that, that everyone has a say and that everyone feels like they've been heard and that no one is, no egos are, are, are taking over. And that's our goal. We want to create fun things that, that if us disparate group of 10 people or so can can agree is a very cool mechanic then more people will probably agree as well and that's that's what we're, we're aiming for so thank you for listening to our first episode keep your ears out for the next ones check out our social media and our emails which we will have in the footnotes because i don't know if we actually have our address out, but that'll all be there by the time this airs and if you have any thoughts, questions, <laughs> concerns let us know comment and subscribe like and subscribe, and subscribe. hit that arrow below as all the, the, the Minecraft YouTubers that my, my nine-year-old watches nonstop. Yeah. Hey, like and subscribe. <laughs> that just makes Step me want to take a hammer to the TV. Cool. Thank you so much. And this is, this is a work in progress. This is an experiment. And we are so glad that you folks at home are joining us on our journey. We hope you enjoy what you hear. And please, this, this is going to work best when we have feedback from all of you. So that when it's time to, to release the product, that in a sense you helped us make you'll have something that you're excited about playing. All right. Thanks, everyone. Even putting games, we've had a blast on our first game, and we can't wait to, to share more with you next time.